here we are. Welcome to the pod, Seth. It's our second to last episode of 2023. Can you believe it? I cannot. It's amazing. I cannot either. And I needed to get this specific date on the calendar with you because we are celebrating and acknowledging 50 days left to the year 2023. 50 days. And, you know, we're not really ones for countdowns, like here for the moment, not for the countdown. I want to acknowledge that. And there is something that I just love about the finish line of a year. And so we've made it a bit of a habit to do this countdown of the last 100 days of a calendar year, and we're here at 50. And so tell me how it feels to know that there are 50 days left in this sweet year of 2023. Yeah, I'm searching to see if I feel pressure or I'm just kind of searching my memories to see, did I feel like I did everything I wanted to do? Uh, is there any mm. regret? So I'm just kind of scanning right now as you ask, mm. cause that's a big question of like, how do you feel with 50 days left? You know, yesterday I wrote the year and I wrote 2025 and I was like, wait, I just skipped two years ahead. What is happening here? Right. And I laughed about it. And then I went back to like, okay, we're still in 2023. And so yeah. I let's talk about it and see what comes yeah. up. Yeah, processing. So I need a, a take two and an ask of forgiveness because I'm excited when I'm on the mic with you and I'm excited to talk about things. And I just acknowledge 2023 is a sweet year. And what I need to really honor is that 2023 has been a wild, in some cases, horrific, traumatic year. And it's, you know, been a year unlike any other, which I'm sure we say every year. And yet this year, I just... I really want to land that it's not lost on me, that the events of the world in 2023 have been sweet and also awful and horrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for saying that because what comes up for me in 2023, like no other year before, maybe there's been some years where it's been like, um, like taking a step back and looking at the whole world and humanity and saying really important things are coming up really big issues. Um, people are stepping into their values and their ethics more than ever. People are being challenged mm -hmm. by what they're facing um, and practicing their voice as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's really important things that are coming up this year mm -hmm. and it always starts with self. So yes. I think you're always great, Steph. You always tune us into how, how are we doing? And as a company, how are we going to help people transform their lives so they love every moment and even the tough ones? And this year yeah. we've experienced some tough ones. Yeah, well said. Well, and that's the perfect segue and, and the most beautiful statement because I would love for this conversation, for this pod to be a focus on self and the power of self in these times. So however you have experienced the year, how do we come back to our values? How do they stay as the North Star on the compass? And then what are a few questions and places that we can riff on in our exploration of self for these last 50 days? Um, because I also want to acknowledge sometimes in the same, in the beautiful way that you described your scan, sometimes we can give up on the year a little bit too early. Sometimes we can give up on ourselves a little bit too early. It's like, oh, it's November. That's basically January. Let's just throw the towel in. And I feel so stoked on making the most, ringing out these last 50 days. Um, and yet, 
how do you wring it out without too much pressure to your point or to look back without regret? What are the words that are, that are coming up in, in every different moment? And perhaps how do we anchor those back into values? How do we anchor them into goals, goals that matter or don't? So maybe I start there with you, Sess. Tell me how you're dancing with your values in the last 50 days of the year. And you could perhaps look back before you look forward so I have reconnected with, um, if anyone knows, like Clifton Strengths and also Standout. Like, um, I guess the journey of into myself continues. And one value that is really important to me is connection. And you know, I said to my neighbors, like, like I, I actually do love people. I love connections. I love seeing what lights them up. And I'm the first to smile at someone, you know, like, how's it going? Like, I am that person. I'm the world's best dofi, if you know what that is, director of first impressions. I'm ready to stand in a store and welcome people authentically. And so my connection of my value of connection has been lit up this year. And I feel like I've connected to different communities. Mm. Capra 3030 is a, I feel like I'm making it up a run community. And there I am stepping into this community saying, okay, runners, let's see what you've got. And then, you know, stepping into academic community this year. What is the world of academic? Wow. I stood with people as a novice Mm -hmm. and felt okay. And I'm still in that. And so there's that, like, I've just put myself in different communities this year. And it felt really like a a gut check of what's important to me. Then, you know, after two years of being on the International Coaching Federation board as the president, I stepped away a little early and that felt really right. That felt like honoring my values. So my value of family still is so important. And I did miss a bit of my kids growing up when they were little. And I loved my work. It nourished me completely. I traveled all the time. I felt like I was in my purpose of helping people find their purpose. And yet I was missing my kids growing up right in front of me. So there was a bit of that. And now I'm like fully in it. You know, three o'clock happens. My phone is ringing and I'm just so happy to make peanut butter sandwiches for five kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. So what I want to share that I just heard in that is that the value of connection doesn't mean that you plug into everyone and everything, but your value of connection actually also meant that you disconnected from a community where the time was up. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, and it has, a, it, it sounds to me like you are choosing where to connect in this chapter of life. And that can be different than previous chapters. And quite frankly, I think a year from now, or maybe 2025, there's something to that year for you for sure. Yeah, It's it's of course going to look different again. And so when I hear there's 50 days left in the year, I hear so much intention of being connected to the communities and the groups that you're choosing to connect to. And that feels so powerful. Way to go. Yeah, Steph, I love it. You've you've narrowed it down because it for me, it's not about more. It's about making the choices and being so laser focused within those choices. And you said something like that this morning too, around like just staying the course mm. and maybe going deeper in it. Yeah. I was listening to a great webinar. Um, you know, we all want to be on this pursuit of our purpose. Beautiful. Yes. And we have the things we're passionate about. Yes. And 
because of many events in the world, a recession, rising interest rates, inflation, the cost of living, a war, supply chain, all of these things contribute to another P word called patience. And there is something to be said about the dance that we have with our purpose and our passion and how do we wrap it in a, in a blanket of patience. And admittedly, I'm not really one to be patient about anything. And yet when I look back on my life, everything, every single thing that has ever been done, accomplished, seen has been an act of patience and it's happened in perfect time, sometimes faster, sometimes slower. Who knows if that's good or bad, right or wrong. So Yes, knowing our purpose and our passion always and being in this dance with a little bit of patience, which comes with some grace and some compassion. Absolutely. And then the other kicker, which is, I just, of course, loved so much was patience means you don't give up. It means you stay the course. So you know, the North Star, you know, where you're headed, stay there. And that's different than being connected to values. So if your value is truly your North Star, you stay the course however it takes to get there. And if it's not aligned to a value, it's much easier to choose to not stay the course. Don't have patience on those things. Don't wait until a term is up. Say it as soon as you know it needs to be said. Absolutely. One of my values, I just need to answer the same question because I love it so much, (laughs) is grammatically, this might not make sense or resonate for everyone. Yet I have a value that I deem called totally possible. And totally possible feels like a mindset, feels like a way of being, feels something I journal about. And I'm always in this space of holding so dear to my heart, what if it was totally possible? What is totally possible? Who am I if it's totally possible? And when I look at my goals, I've had them on my cork board in front of my computer all year long. I have them on my sticky notes. I keep asking myself, what would that goal look like? if it was totally possible. And with 50 days left in the year, I feel a squeeze. It feels like I'm putting a belt on like one notch, like every 10 days, it becomes like one notch tighter. And I decided that I'm like, forget the belt. I'm wearing a sundress because I love sunshine. I, it's not about belting anything. It's about keeping the space to allow totally possible. And so I'm going to ask you the question rhetorically, not to answer this one, just how could you align the last 50 days with your values and let any goal, dream, wish be totally possible? There's a question for our sweet listeners. Mm -hmm. Consider totally possible. So you don't have to have that value, yet you can try it on. And I think that's something really cool. It's like try on totally possible. Now, the opposite of that, and maybe you have an example here. The other question to ask is like, what if it was easy? What if the last 50 days were easy? What if the goal that's been on the list hasn't quite happened? Like, what if it was easy? This is actually taken from Judy Brooks. Judy Brooks sends a beautiful email about once a month. And the title line is always, what if it was easy? And I think that that just like my nervous system comes down a few notches. What if it was easy? So I'm wondering, is there anything that comes up for you when I share that sex? Is there anything that you could look at in your world right now for the last 50 days? What if it was easy? You know, Steph, I feel like that would be fantastic. And for me, ease comes from preparing. Mm. And so I would like to say things are easy once I prepare. Beautiful. It's easy to make lunch once I have groceries. Yes. (laughs) 
it's easy to change my light bulb when I've gone to the store to get. So like, I feel Mm -hmm. like for me, what really works is preparing for, for the ease. And so I Mm -hmm. love it unless Mm -hmm. we're willing to throw everything out and just let everything be. And then just like, there, there's so many different practices Mm -hmm. with ease and easy. Mm -hmm. And I do think that some people need to hear what if it was easy to, like you said, like Mm de-stress in yoga, in a workout, lifting Mm -hmm. a heavy weight. What if it was easy? Mm -hmm. My mind would shift to like, Oh, that 35 pounds just became 10. So it is a really good tool, I think, to use like positive psychology, right? Changing Mm -hmm. our mindset. Totally. It was hard. And when I say, what if it was hard, you know, we have a body reaction. Blocks. I love that we talk about things in our personal lives or less about work here, because I think that now more than ever, it all is so blended like, what can I learn from making breakfast in the morning that I can take into how I get through Asana tasks that I can take through to our next meeting? And I just need to share, hopefully with your consent, oh, yeah. um, that you come on Zoom Monday mornings and are like, look what I did on the weekend. I went to the paint store and I found five gallons of paint and I've painted four different walls, three different colors. I've put put new hooks up here and we have renovated this entire room in a blink of an eye. And I think the value, like for you, you can look at a white wall and some shoes on the floor, some coats in a pile and say, I can go and do this. And what is important is you're like, yes, I need to have all of the things. So our friend Suzanne Conrad, transformation is 99% logistic. Once you get the paint and go to the store and buy the hooks and find the cabinet, yes, fixing a room in a hot second is easy. And what I love is you have proven time and time again to not let any of that 99% of logistics get in the way from you crossing the finish line. So there is something to be said of, yes, prepared is beautiful. Prepared helps it, helps it be easy. And like, what are three things that you could do every day to get to that place of ease, to get to the place of prepared, to get to the place of ready to go? So yes, while you might love being prepared, I just need you to know that anybody listening, it is very possible to find a white wall and transform it in uh, one evening if you're Cecily Elmas. And I have been a witness to this. It is it is easy once I have all the components, right? Like I just thought exactly. of, it might be easy to lead a town hall. However, right. to get to that town hall, there's so many factors at play. And then, I mean, it's not easy for everyone to stand up and public speak. That is mm-hmm. a challenge in itself. And if it mm-hmm. is easy, you just need to get all the components ready. So yeah. I mean, I do love this conversation and the world has actually made it much easier for me to get things done that I don't know how to do. Like this year, I actually changed a light socket and that was amazing to become an electrician for me. Like, yes, thank you, YouTube. Yeah. Well, that's just it. So we can be resourceful. It is possible. We might need examples of like painting a wall before you paint a new strategic plan. Do that paint the wall, buy the paint, watch the YouTube video, go on Pinterest, like the resourcefulness of the different ways. And I think the reason I bring this up is because these are small moments of transformation that you get to say at the end of 2023, I did it. 
I didn't wait. I didn't wait until dot, dot, dot. I spent Friday night and I spent five hours and I got it done. And that is the power of the last 50 days. What is on the list? How do you let it be easy? How do you go be prepared? And how do you get it done? Get it done in 2023. You know what I feel really fired up to just acknowledge and celebrate is that when I I left, you know, my my full time job for from 15 years in 2019, that was hard. It was easy mm-hmm. and it was hard. You see, so there's always this like duality here. And one thing that I want to celebrate is that you are in the practice of making it easy for you, continually moving boundaries. And, and I am in the practice of continually finding new possibilities so I don't get stuck. And Beautiful. what I want to share is that I came to you to say, here's where I'm at. And you mm-hmm. were like this door of possibility that just set mm-hmm. me on this path of consulting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, I want to say that it is a practice. Absolutely. And I think that's why you and I exist to be in the practice for ourselves and then also to support others. And that's so cool. I know people reach out to you. I reach out to you. People reach out to me for coaching with, you know, some blocks. And I think it's because we're all aiming for ease. And like, spoiler, it's not easy for us. <laughs> Spoiler, it takes eight months before we spend the five hours to paint the door. And it's like, it only took five hours. Why did we wait nine months? Like hot tip, insider tip, we procrastinate. It's, we get stuck. We have excuses. We have all the reasons why. Yes, like this is the work. This is why we're in this conversation is to say, how do we get out of it? What does that look like? And I love it because it's the perfect segue into my third question. My third question of reflection on the last 50 days of 2023 is what if you were brave? What if you were brave? How would you end the year? What if you were brave? What would you do or not do? What would you start or what would you quit? What if you were brave? What comes up for you when I ask that question? You don't need to answer the question. I think it's important that some of these pieces that we share on the podcast are rhetorical and we're hosting this conversation for our listeners to ask the same question. And maybe it's tucked in your heart and it's a quiet whisper that you only share with yourself as a listener, please. And maybe it's a conversation you have on your next date night. And that's cool too. What comes up for you, Seth? Yeah. I mean, the the question brings up, you know, what is brave and also what are the conversations or the things, activities in life that would make the biggest difference. Mm. And so like, what is the act? I'm like, okay, so what is the act that requires braveness to Mm. do? And so is it asking for that raise? Is it Mm -hmm. asking for that promotion? Is it hiring someone? Like what is the bravest thing that is needed and required? Is it asking someone out on a date? You know, is Mm -hmm. it, I don't know, declaring something that you don't want to do anymore. So I guess it depends because with bravery, the opposite that comes up is around fear and hesitation for me. So yeah, what is making our palms sweaty around fear or yeah. where are we limiting ourselves? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you and I just finished reading 10X is easier than 2X, that book. And bravery really is the maybe stepping stone to 10X because 10X is just full, you know, mm-hmm. self-expression and like running towards it. Totally. I'm hitting the pause button on this sweet episode to tell you about something that you might like. 
our newsletter. We call it the Corkboard. It has all things juicy, whether you are looking to keep in touch between episodes or find out more about our coaching, development, or hot new jobs that we're working on. The link is in our show notes. Your inbox is sacred and your time is too. So now let's get back to the episode. I, you mentioned positive psychology earlier in this podcast and a piece of positive psychology is acknowledging that fear and excitement hold the same vibration in our bodies. So we can be really excited about a holiday. We can be really scared or fearful of a conversation with a boss or a partner. It holds the same vibration in our body. And so if we can juggle that a little bit to say, I might be really excited and that's brave. I could be really scared and that's brave. And to know that our body doesn't know the difference. And so brave can come with really excellent positive connotation. And it might, for some folks, you might hear that as something more negative and label it what you wish. Your body only knows one thing. That's you're here to be brave. Fear or excitement, you choose. So so that comes up for me with bravery. And the other thing is, you know, I, there's some wise person, probably a woman said that life isn't a dress rehearsal. You know, it's like, it's one shot, one life, this is it. Yes. And I think that the power of working with a coach specifically, this is a very powerful, intentional plug. I think the power of working with a coach, for some people, it might be a therapist. I think often in the world of work and in the world of forward thinking, meaning like goals, visions, new career paths, I believe that working with a coach gives you the opportunity to try things on and to safely be brave. You have a chance to say your deepest scariest, most fearful statements. You can declare how you want things to go without knowing what the outcome really is with a coach in a safe one-on-one environment and practice being brave. And I think that there aren't many other places that are safe to be so brave. I, I mean, I know our coaches, I know that you are unattached to people's outcomes. There's zero judgment. There's no judgment. Be brave. Be even more brave. Be so brave. There's no judgment. And I think that, you know, life might not give us a chance to have dress rehearsals. Coaches give us chances to practice being brave. So I just, I feel so emphatic about this. I've been working with someone for the last few months and I have a few more months. And the power of this is just declare being in the work of being brave. And it can be a lot easier for some than others. And so we will hyperlink in the notes how you can work with the coach for four weeks before the end of 2023. And then we have the same offering for the first month of 2024 because gosh darn it, we need you to be brave. We really, really do. I don't know. What do you think about being brave and being a coach, Seth? Well, I I was reading an article this morning around coaching and how it's evolved over the years. And when it first started, it was to fix, fix. Mm -hmm. And uh, companies would hire coaches to come in when they didn't know which direction to go. And now coaching is there to support people and businesses to move them forward, like look at the present and move them forward. So it really has turned from, you know, fixing to now, okay, where are we going? Like a, like a rocket ship. And so I think it's such a special thing for someone when you want to declare something that is scary. So you step into your bravery and it's vulnerable and you step into it. And there's someone there that looks at you and goes, this is totally possible. Yes. And those moments don't happen all the time. When you're out for coffee with a friend, you don't get to declare your rocket ship and they go, okay, great. So when are we going? Yeah. 
right? So it's almost like you get to, I just think it's so spectacular that coaching is a space where you get to be seen and then your wildest dreams do get to come true or you get to go, where am I holding myself back in this world? Mm -hmm. You know, like it's just so special. I mean, we love it. Open it up. And I we guess it, it is going back to what you and I practice, you know, we practice um, positivity, we practice, like we, we're in it and we mm-hmm. practice declaring these things mm-hmm. and Absolutely. then we fail or we succeed, mm-hmm. like yeah. we keep going. I love that. And it just brings up the last nugget. When you say that we practice this, I said this to you actually earlier this week on how we can count on one another to be of infinite capacity for one another as business partners, as friends, we hold infinite possibilities. And that is not true for everyone. There are other people that would like things to be more controlled. They would like you to feel, I don't want to make these people feel small. They just don't believe in infinite in the same way. And I think there's value in having different perspectives. Absolutely. I just want to say that make sure that you have an infinite possibility maker in your corner. The power of someone who wants to build a rocket ship, save you a seat on the rocket ship, dream with you on a rocket ship is incredible. Is truly, truly incredible. So, I mean, thank you deeply, Sess, and for our listeners to consider who's my infinite partner? Who's my infinite friend? Who do I go to to build a rocket ship with? And that's not a business necessarily. I mean, it can be, it's, it, it can just be so many things and you have 50 days left in the year. So find your infinite buddy and get on the freaking rocket ship. Would you say? Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Steph. <laughs> I love this conversation. Uh, see you at day 49. And you know what makes my heart beat faster? The fact that I get to share with you that this podcast is brought to you in partnership with More Good Media. Our friends over at More Good Media are spreading the good word, one conversation, one podcast at a time. So thanks so much for your support. We are so glad to be here in partnership. Okay, before you go, you know, listening to podcasts on this thing called the internet, it's a wild ride. And what would be so helpful on our wild journey is if you would be so kind to jump on and give us a review. Four, maybe even five stars. It really helps. Thanks for joining us.